Time to turn your site into a money-making machine. WebmasterRadio.fm presents The Shoe Money Show. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. The Shoe Money Show will help you get the most revenue using various streams of income. Show me the money. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling. Give it up for Shoe Money. Hey everybody, what's up? Today is June 11th. Time is flying by. I am your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, host of the Shoe Money Show. You're listening to. What's up? We're waiting on Darren Rouse, who's our guest today. I know Darren's in Australia, so he uh, he told me he had to set his alarm and get up, and I also know he's got uh, a young kid uh, or two, so... We, uh, we'll see if he's able to join us or not. But I've asked Brasco to join me and just talk shop for a little bit until Darren rolls around. I think I'm, you know, we had Yarrow a couple weeks ago, so hitting up Australia at 7 in the morning is kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially when you have – got two kids now, and, and uh, it definitely changes. It's a whole new dynamic in you're, your life. You're more man so than Bra- I am. Brasco, are you going to Denver next week? No. I have to go ahead and uh, protect the hen house here. Somebody's got to do work, huh? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Man, there's, it looks, I was going to actually do a follow-up post today, but I already, stupid blog occupies too much of my time. All right, so um, what's going on, like, in, in the world of search? I see, um... Well, everybody's all talking about the SMX Advance show, and um, everybody's still, you know, ranting and raving about the whole UNA session that Matt Cutts had about uh, page rank sculpting and no follow. Yeah, that's good. Also, I see there's a huge thing about. I saw Sugar Ray wrote about, um, like the how Google profiles and and criminalizes uh, SEOs, which basically they. um, So basically, she's saying that if uh, if anyone has a website, like let's say it's Best Buy, and you know, they do some stuff and link to some stuff, then it's not a big deal. But if Sugar Ray does it and it's her company, then they've got to follow a whole different set of guidelines. Shout out to Sugar Ray, by the way. So that's who we should have on the show sometime, Sugar Ray. Oh, hell yeah. She's, She's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't think of that earlier. I, well, I don't so. know if you can control your show. We had her on a... When, we were, when I was at IM Spring Break a couple of months ago, we had her on. You know, it was great. She was fantastic. Yeah, I love their new site, the Outspoken Media. Um, it's yeah. really good, and you know they, they they're pretty good at bringing uh, quite a bit of stories. They broke the uh, that pre- that particular story about Matt Cutts. It was the first place I saw information about it was on Outspoken. Lisa Barone. Yep, and, and Lisa wrote. Gosh, she wrote something the other day. It was like why I hate bloggers, or something like that. <laughs> which I thought good. I thought was really really good. <laughs> you don't think it was a shot on you, right, Shu? No, because I feel the same way. I mean, it's it basically is just about. Um, I mean, I don't think it was really really a shot at anyone. But it was just, I, I think that a lot of people out there, you know, they they think a blog is for other people. When it, it is, but it's kind of like a side effect. It's more like this kind of will get into my Twitter rant in a second. But okay. basically, like with a blog, it's it's like it's more for you. Like I started writing my blog when nobody read it. And then people started to read it, and I haven't really changed anything. But it's really kind of funny because people are like, oh, you need to talk about – you need to stay on topic of affiliate marketing or 
pay-per-click or UFC stuff. And so they they get all mad when I when I talk about what they don't want me to talk about, but it's like, hey, jackass, you know, like this is my blog and it's always been my blog and it's always been what I want to talk about, you know? And right. and so, you know, I mean, it's cool that people want to read it, but if they don't someday, then, you know, I'll be cool with that too. And actually, I, I joke around about it, but it would probably be the best thing to ever happen to me if nobody ever read it again <laughs> because I could actually <laughs> focus on a core business and and um, and not feel like it's it is a weight over my head at times. By the way, are you which kind of le- oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say which kind of leads me into my whole Twitter rant. Like the other day, Dill Smack was talking on Twitter, and some girl was like got really upset with him about something he said, and imagine that. But the whole the really funny part was she followed him. Right, that's what I don't understand about this whole Twitter mess. Like people get upset when I somebody the other day made a joke about you know the the guy from Kung Fu who died yeah, I mean, in the closet. Did you hear the newest about that? Well, did they was he jerking off? Well, or something. Not, they think he was by himself, and I was just hearing uh, Howard Stern today, and he said in the New York Post reported that uh, he was wearing stocking, he was wearing women's clothing, a wig, stockings, and like a dress or something like that. Right, and I Ugh. I have no problem with that. No, I mean, fine. you know if. If that's what you're into, that's cool. And somebody made a joke about that, um, you know, uh, something about somebody, you know, whacking off in the closet, hanging themselves, you know, and <laughs> it's still funny, you know, yeah. and then somebody made a whole huge stink about it and unfollowed the person. But it's like, hey, you're following these people. Just don't, don't if you don't like what they say, then unfollow them. I mean, nobody, nobody made you read a blog or follow a person. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just, it's interesting. But I guess everyone can be a critic. I mean, just like a TV show. Nobody makes you watch TV shows, but still, you can still criticize them, I guess. Same people on Twitter were talking about uh, Miss California losing her crown. And I could care less. Look, she has her own mind to speak about it. Everybody wants to go ahead and crap on her, too. Go right ahead. So, But she can speak. Yeah, she's she's pretty hot, too. Was that the one who answered the, the gay question? Yeah. Brasco, how about you answer that question? What do you feel about gay marriage? You can make you, people that want to be uh, in gay marriage, they can go ahead and make the same mistake regular people do in marriage. <laughs> They're exactly. allowed to make the same mistake. That's exactly what it is. I really, I have no problem with it. Whatever. I mean, if it, I, I don't have any problem with like the definition, whatever. I mean, if if two people want to do that and want to get married, then and that's their thing, then yeah, go for it. You know. Six states down, forty-four to go. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if Nebraska will probably be the last, <laughs> as conservative as everyone is around here, but we shall see. Yeah. Oh boy, Nebraska. Did you see? I got sued last week. I got named in a lawsuit. What? Yeah. What the hell? Tell me about that. I read a little bit about it. Well, I have to be careful what I say. Well, but what would you can say, or just the, the Reader's Digest version? How about that? Well, this the facts are basically. Um, Danny, in the course of reporting on, you know, basically we found out there's a, a guy who works for Google, was using my trademark. Um, that's the short of it. And now the the long of it is you can read the, the court documents. But it's it's uh, it's well into that court where we've started discovery now, and that's moving along. So uh, we got threats about, oh, about a week and a half ago, maybe 10 days ago or so. <sighs> From his attorney, 
saying that um, basically if we didn't drop the lawsuit and immediately apologize and do all this other stuff. And I think he might have even had asked for money in there, but I'd have to – the actual document's been posted. So, um, you know, and my lawyer said, you know, he, he may do this. It's it's standard practice. This would be the logical thing to him to do. I mean, we, we – basically – you know, he wants to make it as difficult for me to continue to the discovery phase as possible. Because, you know, I mean, yeah. we really feel he's dead to rights wrong. And so he's grasping at straws and, you know, put out a bunch of press releases and got on – Got actually, it's funny because he says that I made got all this press against him. I never once even did, said anything on my blog except for the official thing that came from my lawyer, which was a very small statement. I turned off comments. Didn't say anything, you know, and then he goes and posts this thing. He's suing me for defamation, which is a total just silliness. Um, And the only source he has is Danny that says when basically Danny asked me, I said that he was um, it's something about being a corrupt employee of Google, which, um, to be honest, I I absolutely feel he's a corrupt employee of Google. He admittedly in his affidavit said that he was going around in so many words Google's policies so I don't know how else you would what else you would call him I mean through his own admission I will discover more here and we'll see you know what happens in the discovery process but my gosh in other words just fall along the too many blood and you'll find more info <laughs> well you know I'd, I'd probably not because I mean right. I haven't written anything about the case yet except for a brief statement Right. That my lawyer approved, and you know, I mean, we we actually have other legal things going on at the same. I mean, we always do. We've settled, uh, I think, three lawsuits this year alone. So, I mean, this is just another one. I mean, people don't understand. Like, the bigger you get, or the bigger your brand gets, the more people try to profit from it, Price and the more you have to protect it. I mean, it's just everyone wants to steal, and I mean, you know, we just. We we just I, I've been making my brand since I was 12 years old. I started drawing it when I was 12 years old, and and it's something I take very very seriously. And for people to try to make money off of it or ruin it, you know, and promote it in a very harmful way, you know, I just I don't take that lightly. So we come out swinging, and um, <laughs> so we we ex- we fully expect to win a judgment over this Google employee, and also win. You know, possibly damages as well as legal fees and other things. So, you know, it's his dime he's spending, wasting the court's time. So, right. But whatever. I mean, that stuff sucks. You know, the whole the legal thing. It, it, at times, I really I'm fascinated with it. Like, I was I was fascinated with the fact that this person who was you know totally infringing on our trademark and doing all this stuff was a Google employee uh-huh. who not only was a Google employee was an account specialist. Right. I mean, that would just kind of completely blew me away, and I was just fascinated, and I was like, okay, you know, we reached out to him early to try to settle this out of court before costs built up, you know, just basically asking for legal fees up to that point, which often we just settle for, our, we just want him to stop, you know? Yeah. I would rather and, watch the courtroom on Law & Order than get into an actual legal proceeding in a courtroom, which I'm glad yeah. I never had to. It's a... You know, it's more just a. It's not. It's not so much a fine. I mean, it's a financial pain, but it's. I look at it as a cost of doing business. Right. You know, I mean, like it's. It's just a cost. 
it's like if you want to do business and you, if you want to protect your brand and your trademark, you know, I mean, we paid a lot of money to have our things trademarked and branded. And so we have to protect that. So, yeah, well, let's protect the shoe money name. It's you know, it has value now. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's that's basically what's going on with that. You know, it's. It's uh, one of those things, you know, that, I mean, it's just, it's amazing if any of our other legal things got as much coverage as this thing does. I mean, you know, I think everyone wants to write about it because the kid works for Google, you know, and, and everyone tries to make it me versus Google, which it's not at all. You know, we, they're not named in the suit and they've been pretty cooperative uh, with it. So, you know, I don't, anyway, so that's all I'll say about that before I say something that gets me in trouble. <laughs> so... You know, um, otherwise, and actually it's really interesting because there was an article in today's Omaha Herald, which they actually, he must have sent them the press release. And whoever's doing his press stuff is doing a good job. I mean, they're just, he's got good distribution. So I just think he look, he doesn't look very good in what he's saying, but whatever. I mean, the, the facts will come out in court and I'm, I'm comfortable to take a back seat well i shouldn't say comfortable right because i always want to speak my mind but in this instance i mean i, I just have to be quiet and let the facts come out and, and let those be some responsible journalists and bloggers out there that report this correctly speak the truth yeah so you never know i thought it was funny that in there um it, in the recent filing it starts off with in one of the most covered cases on the internet and i just looked at that and i was like holy cow it's it's been on three websites there, dude. Like, don't don't act like it's the most. It like it's it's been on like Search Engine Land, <laughs> TechCrunch, and I think it was in the Washington Post. Oh, so I mean, yeah, it's not like it's the, the biggest internet story. No, that's just ever. No, let's just glorify it for before you know. Come on. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Hey, let's move. On. Let's switch topics. You know the the SEO rapper guy. How? Who does the XY7 commercial? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, can you play that? Hold on a second. Uh, I'll pull it up here. Yeah, I, I think that dude is super, super talented. Here we go. I was... That is really good. That doesn't get old. I know. I think it's awesome. I, I think good. I think he did a really good job. What's his name? That's Chuck. You... Forget which company again, but yeah, it's Chuck. Okay. Does he? Does he? I mean, does he do pay-per-click stuff for a living? God bless. I have to go and look up because all I know is his first name is Chuck, and then when we sent him the script, he went ahead and made some changes to it, wrote the beat down. It took a, a couple of days, and then he turned it back to us, and it just f- fell for it. It was great. That's awesome. Oh yeah, get it. We get more comment. We get a lot of comments about that commercial. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let, we should probably go ahead and take our first break. Yeah. So, everybody, will be back in a few minutes. 
Time to cash some more checks. Shoe Money will be back in a flash with the cash. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCredit.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. He had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show on WebmasterRadio.fm. All right, you. And we're the cash. No funny, funny stuff. Now, join your host, Shoe Money. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, we're still waiting on Darren Rouse to show up. Yes. But no matter, we continue on. My, uh, my uh, what do you call it, interim co-host for today um, is none other than Mr. Brasco. Thank you. Also known as George. And uh, George is the man usually behind the scenes, the guy behind the curtains. Uh, the Shoe Money Show makes everything happen, takes care of everything. But today he's uh, pulling double duty. Also co-hosting me. So we're going to get to some other topics here. One is Bing. When I first was uh, approached with Microsoft Search Engine Bing, I laughed. And, you know, my, I think my father-in-law was like, is this the big thing that's going to make Microsoft, you know, do their stuff? And... I said, no, I think it'll last about a couple days and be gone. But I have to tell you, I'm impressed with the results. I think it, it's a good search engine. Now, I don't know that it's good enough to to earn. I mean, I, I still use Google mainly. Mostly, I think Google, well, Brasco, what do you think about it, first of all? 
be honest with you, I haven't even tried it yet. I, I thought it was the same thing as, as live searches, to be honest with you. You know, I, I'm seeing better results. I don't know if it's the same algorithm. Maybe it is. And maybe what I'm searching for, just I'm, I'm seeing decent results. I don't know. It, I noticed the layout looks identical pretty much to Google's layout. Um, and, and also, you know, the way they're doing sponsored links and everything. So I, I'm, I love the, the best feature, in my opinion, is the video search because you can search for a video on a subject and then you just mouse over and the video starts playing, any, any flash video. So, you know, like, you know, how many, I hate when I go to YouTube and search for something and I get this, this jackass squatter who is just, you know, like, it doesn't actually have the video I want. It just has like it's just annoying as crap. So yeah, I think that's cool. I, I like it, and um, you know, it's. It, I think Google was really, really, really smart when they started gaining market share. They bought up, you know, all this um, property, if you will. I mean, they're they're the default in Firefox, you know, uh, all these different things. And and really, it's going to be hard for somebody to dethrone them just because of that. Imagine if Microsoft was the default in Firefox, or I mean, I just I just I just can't imagine what it would be like. I mean, there. I think I guess I mean the the one thing is I, I'm a Mac user, so you know everything is Google. So Safari's search engine is yeah. Google. Firefox's search engine is Google. Um, but when I use my PC, I noticed on Windows Explorer. Um, it defaults back to Bing for search oh. engine. So, I mean, that's obviously going to give them some market share back, but for how long? And then again, why? Why you know why were they going to make it just as Bing? Why wouldn't they just you know try to direct it? To, so they're taking people away from MSN.com, just like that. Yeah, I, I think Bing's a bad name, but somebody there was probably like. I mean, almost, like I say, it's so close to Google, the results. I mean, maybe they were like, we need a really unique name, like Google. I mean, what if they would have called it Boogle? That would have been funny. <laughs> but I mean, I, wouldn't that be something that Google would have maybe a trademark on? I mean, they get so many of the other, like, kind of, sort of names anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there would be something with that if they were to call it something that close. But it's it's interesting, I mean, either which way, I couldn't get myself away from Firefox and Google being together. I'm addicted. Look, I like the fact, you know, maybe it's just me because I look at Google, it's a nice blank space and just a search field. And all I got to do is just open up and go to anywhere I got to go. Yeah, I, love it, I really dig it. I mean, it's it's good. And, and I don't see anyone ever overthrowing them. I just, I, I mean, people... I mean, everyone asked me that I know. They're like, well, who's going to be the next Google? And I said, you know, the, the search engine stuff is over. I don't think anyone was ever the first Google. You know, like, I don't remember any search engine ever being the dominant player. You know, AltaVista was good for a while, but nobody was like, yeah. that's the search engine. You know, Yahoo was dominant for a while, but nobody was like, that's the search engine. With Google, it's just always been, that's the search engine. I mean, I like Yahoo. I used to use them all the time when I first started getting on the internet. But after all, because at least Yahoo to me gives you a different kind of result on everything, mm -hmm. and they're showing yeah, all these little di different things that Yahoo has. I love all these other programs that they have. Yeah. So I was I, I thought it was interesting. You know, Yahoo put out their Flock browser, 
And well, they, I, I don't think it's theirs. I think they're just a big sponsor of it or something. And it was so integrated with every service they had with Flickr, and it uses them by default. And I don't, I don't know. You know, Yahoo's at a massive disadvantage because they're really not the default in any web browser. And I think the only country where they're really doing well is like Japan, is where they they really generate a lot of revenue and have like enormous market share. Yeah. And I'm not really sure why that is, but. For whatever reason, I mean, they, they do really well in Japan. So, But I'll tell you what, at least Yahoo does have Flickr, because that's one of the best things they have that I, that I found for it. Yeah. I, I haven't – I actually have paid for like two years worth of Flickr, and I was going to use it, and then Dillsmack showed me uh, <laughs> Smug, Smug Mug and how awesome it is. And I got to tell you, man, Smug Mug is amazing. It's just – it is utterly amazing. Wow. And it looks it looks really really good. What else What else we got on the plate here? The uh, oh Google Translation. I don't know if yeah. you have looked at this at all, but basically, uh, it's kind of a crowdsourcing around translating documents. So let's say you're a translator from English to Japanese, or like I don't know if you know, but we put out this shoemoneyx.com thing, which is like my 12 week training on how to make money online. Or it's not even that. It's like it's more. I'll get into that in a second. But basically, so we're trying to translate it into every language possible because we keep getting all these requests from people. And so I've, I have I kind of like paid for a couple languages at first. And then now that Google came out with this, people are telling me like anyone who has a basic understanding of the language can really translate the entire document in you know a minute or so. And so now we've been having people just whiz through it. So for those out there that are looking to get their documents translated or, or they are a translator – Check out that Google Translation because it's pretty slick. And it kind of integrates with Google Docs. Oh, by the way, uh, somebody in the chat room, anonymously on our chat room, is asking, did you ever choose a summer intern or did you just drop the idea? We um, we have used some local people, but no, we didn't bring anyone in. At the end of the day, there was really nobody that there was really nobody that we thought was a super good, super assertive fit. Um and that's not to say that they're they're bad at all. I mean, you know, we're we just at the end of the day, we interviewed people, and some sounded good, but we just looked at what we're doing and and just thought, you know, man, sometimes managing interns is a full time job in itself, and I didn't I didn't know that I would be good at that. So um, maybe eventually, like I said, we got some kids in here that were local. They did some work for us for a while, but I I did never really felt like I could trust them enough to really give them the reins on some of these projects that we're doing so yeah and you have a community out there in nebraska i mean what was it a while back uh there's like an association you guys have out there kind of almost like a fraternity right yeah well the last meeting i I actually started this whole thing like nebraska people making money online right and the first time we had like eight people show up and it just faded out to where i put on this huge event and and we even had it at the Shimony offices, and like two pe- two people showed up. So I was I like, "Understand? S- That's, uh, you shouldn't even have to go ahead and just drive from Nebraska. You should be coming from other places, like from Kansas or Oklahoma, to come and drive down there for that." You know, it's crazy. If I can, I can have a conference in San Francisco, charge five thousand dollars a head, and sell the thing out in two days. <laughs> yeah, I have a free thing in Lincoln, Nebraska, <laughs> at my office. <laughs> Put on a whiteboard clinic, right. and two people show up. So just missing out. <laughs> go figure. I don't know. You know, it was, 
It's a uh, one of those things, you know. It's like I, it's I mean, you know, it's Nebraska, so I mean, there's definitely some tech savvy people here, but um, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, I put I tried to get the word out, but I probably could have done a better job with that. But you know, the problem is, I mean, even at our office, I can only see probably twenty people around our boardroom, and it's like. I don't know, you know, it, it's either too small or too big. So yeah, twenty people in the boardroom, you start forgetting names after a while. I'm like, and you are, <laughs> yeah. I have I have two employees in the, in our offices, and we have this giant room. Well, I, I say it's it's big. It's basically like I had them take out a wall in between two offices, and then I I bought um a twelve foot conference table and uh an eight foot whiteboard and i actually i love it we we and then i bought a 50 inch plasma and put it on the wall so we play um we play some uh rock band you know some ufc un, or uh undis- whatever the hell the name of that game is 2009 it's like undefeated or undisputed or whatever but it's a good time all right so so i put out this thing called shoemoneyx.com and it's my shoe money extreme it's kind of a play on p90x but that's how I came up with it. But basically, it was kind of inspired by one of my buddies lost his job after like 15 years. And he's asking me like, hey, you know, like, should I? I was looking at this course. It's like 2500 bucks, but it seems, you know, it's pretty awesome. It says I can make, you know, 20 grand a month. You know, what do you think? And I was like, well, I mean, the course may be worth it. You know, I mean, I'm good friends with some of these guys that put out that stuff and I know they're they put out great stuff but the problem is is that it's it's not really the course or the I mean it's just matching people up so I was like if I could put out something that just educates people about how this stuff works and like each week give them an action plan of items to accomplish kind of like if you can complete this thing this 12 week thing I put out then you want to continue and try to make money online you're you're so much more prepared for it um and everyone's like, I mean, you know, of course, because I'm a marketer, everyone's looking for my end game. And they're like, because, you know, we're, we've got, we're approaching, I don't know, it's, it's, I mean, it's like somewhere, it's, it's, I mean, it's super, super high, um, almost getting up to 100,000 people now that are enrolled in the, in the thing. And everyone's like, what are you going to do with these people? You know, you're, I know you're not just giving away stuff. Eventually you're going to, you're going to try to sell them something. Right. And they're probably right. I mean, if, I'm sure I will try to sell these people something. You know, I mean, what? I'm not a charity, so um, I, I actually don't know what that is yet. I mean, I was thinking that, you know, just offer them a special on our Shoe Money Tools would be cool, you know, or something like that at the end of it. And if, you know, it's not a requirement, of course. But it's just, it's always fun to uh, put something out. It's it's cool, like the distribution that it's got, so... So I was looking on your blog just now, and I uh, noticed uh, you went and saw The Hangover. Is there any other summer movies you're going to go watch? Or oh, what? my God. I'll yeah, wait you for know, Public re- Enemy. Public Enemy with Johnny Depp and Christian Bale, that's the next one to watch. Really? When does that come out? The, uh, July. July 1st, I think it was. Um, it's the one where it, it, uh, Depp plays uh, Dillinger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. Also, the, the G.I. Joe movie looks cool, but I think that'll... I went and saw Wolverine with my wife. Yeah. Um, and that was it was the effects were awesome, but I thought it was a bad movie overall. Oh yeah, they said it was just yep. like because all I ever read was that okay, it was nice to see the um, you know to see all the story about uh you know the action, but no storyline. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, they, 
it has a little bit of storyline, but it's more like it's so much action and screaming and stuff, which is cool. I mean, it was cool, but it just it just was a little too much for me. And then what other movie? I went to go see something. My wife left after about 20 minutes of that movie. And then oh. we saw something else the next week, which I can't think of, it, but it was a big movie. Anyway, and then uh, I just went and saw – I went up to Minneapolis and visited Dill Smack and his girlfriend, and we went and saw that movie, The Hangover. And that seriously is probably the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. I mean I, I said top ten, but I mean that's just because I'm trying to be conservative because right. it's a little early. But I mean it's, it, it is – I highly recommend it to everyone. I'll definitely buy the DVD and watch it probably 80 times. I mean it's – it's one of those movies where it's just it's just like it reminds me a lot of Wedding Crashers, right? Where there's there's just a lot. I mean, there's a lot of really it's, and I think it's way funnier than Wedding Crashers. And better, I thought Wedding Crashers was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Better than Superbad? Oh, much better! Wow. Yeah, I I you know Superbad is is kind of funny, kind of because it's got you know the cute fat kid who's cussing a lot, McLovin. and that's always funny, McLovin, and it's got. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, that's anytime kids are mixed with sex and cursing, that's it's going to work every time. Right. And it's funny, you know, I think it's very very funny. But this this one it's when it's done right and I think Superbad goes a little bit too far in some I mean they they try too hard. It's right. a very very funny movie. This one in um The Hangover, I mean, it's just it's just it's just a natural flow to it and these guys go you never like it's just a great movie, and and it's all adult humor, and it's it's really really funny. Now, how I mean, the, just how, a, oh, but I was gonna say it. Sorry, man. I was gonna say no, how go did the, how did the theater react when they saw the whole Mike Tyson bit? Oh man, I, okay, <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, that was amazingly funny. That's all me, man. Every everything is funny. I mean, the the cool thing about the movie is even the credits are. I mean, like everyone, when you go see it, will stay until the entire credits are over because of what they do at the end it is—it's just awesome. You really, really have to go see it if you haven't. Did it's, they show I'm the not, bloopers I, in the end or no? What's that? No, did they show the bloopers at the end or they're just—they did something else completely different? Well, all right. For those who away, haven't I seen guess. the movie yet, yeah, turn down your radio for about fifteen seconds. <laughs> go. So. During the whole movie, they never really show what's going on, and at the end, they look through the pictures of what actually happened oh. and during the credits, and so gotcha. that's it. And it's and it's unbelievably funny. It's just un freaking believably funny. So, all right, everyone, welcome back. Who turned down your radio? <laughs> so the movie I went to see was called Star Trek. I can't believe I forgot oh, it. So. Damn. I thought it was phenomenal. My wife is the most non-techie person ever, like never liked Star Trek. She thought it was hilarious and it was it was really good. I'm a big Heroes fan, and so it was hard for me to see Spock and not think of Siler, the dude off of Heroes, because that's who plays Spock. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you watch Heroes? No, I know all about it. I mean, I, it's, it's, for me, it's just there's a little bit of eye candy I get out of that, so every time I... Either see what Kristen Bell or Ali Larder or Hayda Penetier, I'll stop and watch it for a couple minutes. Oh my God, who's the blonde lady that uh, that may be? I forget her name, but she was she was in Varsity Blue. She had the the whipped cream bikini. Ali Larder, yeah, that's her. Holy crap! Fine as anything, yes. Yeah, I'm a married man, so I gotta 
No, there's yeah. there's a chick factor there that I completely get the whole show. I'm just not a big sci-fi fan. Yeah, she is. She is incredibly oh. gorgeous. Or did you? No, that was the movie that she was in just now uh, with Beyonce, where she plays like she's trying to steal uh, Beyonce's husband in the movie, and she's wow. like, the second "Oh yeah." Movie. I haven't seen it, but it was dethro- uh I forget what it's called. I meant to go see that, but then they already took it out of the theater. I don't know if it was so other not, movies but, you know. I want to see are Terminator Salvation and Angels and Demons. I'm telling you, Public Enemies. It's July 1st. I'm looking at it right now. It's the the fence takedown. John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, Pretty Boy Floyd. It's set in the 30s when they're in their crime wave. Well, that could be sweet. Oh, I, that to me right there. Uh, well, because anyway, Johnny Depp, some of the movies he's in, and Christian Bale too, because I saw him in Terminator. That was pretty good. But like Christian Bale, anyway, has been putting out a lot of good movies. And yeah, how was Terminator? Dude, if you had to watch it on like IMAX or like you know just in some big HD theater, the explosions, all the special effects were fantastic, and the story pretty, stays pretty close. They don't have Arnold in it; they have this uh, this animated kind of like uh, they put him in there somewhere where they had him for a half second, and they had some stunt double fighting with uh, John Connor in the scene and this and that. The movie was good; I, I liked it. I'd watch it again. Yeah, I I, I thought that. Um I'm really excited to see Angels and Demons. I haven't seen that. I thought that The Da Vinci yeah. Code was was a very very good movie. They said this is better um, than the first one. Than the Da Vinci Code, as a matter of fact. Or they oh, say really? the book is better. The book is better than the first than the Da Vinci Code book. So the movie's got to play out better too. Cool. I you know I I don't read so <laughs> that's a uh, yeah. I, I really I've always had a problem with comprehension and reading so. But um, I mean I'm really looking forward to seeing the movie. I, I should go see that this weekend with my wife because. Tuesday, I'm headed to Denver for the affiliate, oh, the affiliate convention. And you're speaking. What are you going to be speaking about again? You know, I'm not exactly sure. I know I'm doing a thing. Chris Jones is doing a keynote, and I think I'm I'm the warm up act for that. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're so, gonna, yeah, right. You're introducing. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah, we're doing a little. I'm going to introduce uh, Kay Jones, and he's he. You know, he's an incredibly good speaker. And I think he's a great choice for the affiliate convention. I've, I've, and and anyone out there, if you want to get a little taste of K Jones, you should listen to. Did you guys get the net income archives up? No, we're still working on it. I, I know. Oh God! Brandy already right. told me I'm gonna get it worked on. It's just that's uh, okay. It's on my list. I will get it done. There, I promise. You know, another thing, like we have to be getting close to the hundredth Shoe Money show. Like maybe, maybe not. I, we were probably in the seventies, but. I know we might be close. Well, I know we were in the what was it? Uh, like I know we're, we're definitely about in the fifties or sixties with Shoe Money Show, and then you did about forty or so of in that income. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, so we should we should do something pretty rad. Either which way, it's been three years. You actually, uh, what is it? Yeah, this would be the uh, right around the yep. start of the of the very first net income was this like almost like this week, like uh, three years ago, two thousand six. Yeah, it was actually, I think it was June 25th because my daughter was born on the 23rd and I did it like two days after. Right. And I, and Patrick Gavin was the first guest and I remember he gave away like two grand worth of Textlink ads. Yeah. God, that, yeah. that's how long ago that was. Where is he now? I know. He's moved a lot. <laughs> and that's, but that's a lot of people in this business too. I mean, people can just I know, it's six crazy. Months. Oh, yeah. It seemed like getting from starting until I was doing the radio show was 20 years. And then now looking back, like the time that has passed since doing the radio show is just, it's like 
flown. You know, it's like it's it's amazing like how and I was just explaining this to Dill Smack the other day. I'm like, do you realize like from the time we started doing stuff until we sold auction ads, like that much time has passed since we sold the company auction ads. I mean, but but you, but you think ringtones was just like just yesterday? I know. <laughs> it seems it seems like really like maybe a year ago is when I discovered Webmaster Radio and um, and I was listening to Greg Bozer's show and I couldn't get enough. Like I went through the entire archives, listened yeah. to Dave Naylor, listened to Greg Bozer, all those old shows, just priceless and and. I would venture to say ninety nine percent of what they, of what Todd Friesen and Greg Bozer used to talk about is still right dead on. Yeah. I mean, about how you know the link stuff works and black hat stuff and and Dave Naylor stuff. I mean, just listen to him inspired me to do several things that really right. kicked ass. And uh, do they are they still running every week? Oh, Naylor? Naylor, yeah. Just you know what he's like off and on because they'll have client meetings late and then this and that. But um, no, they've been, last couple of weeks they've been on, and uh, as a matter of fact, you're talking about Todd and Greg. They're on uh, Vanessa Fox's show last week. They were at the uh, Microsoft Bing Search Summit when they, you know, made that quick announcement for being out there in their offices. Gotcha. So they talked about yeah, I've that never, and whatever. I've never gone to Danny's uh, SMX thingy yet in Seattle, and I've, I've I always mean to go. I just it always coincides with crazy stuff, and for me to go to Seattle, that's like an eight hour trip each way. Because oh, for wow. whatever reason, to fly from Lincoln, I have to do two stops to get to Seattle. It drives me insane. So I think it's a shortage of flights in, in time. Because there's only like four flights that go out of Lincoln a day, maybe a little more um, going west. But, you know, they all go to Denver, so I got to pick everything. And it's – I just can't do it. You know, I just can't just can't give up two days worth of work, right. you know, to be there for two days. And so like, now oh, right. with two kids, it adds such a level of – you know, on top of that, because it's like I, my kid, you know, a wife's one thing, you know, she can chill and understand, especially my wife, because she's got a crazy schedule herself. And right. if I'm gone, she probably doesn't even notice. So, <laughs> but you put my kids in the mix. I mean, they definitely notice, especially now that I've got one almost three. So there you go. Yeah. Something else. So you go figure You see the kid and it's like, oh, see, you've been just as long as my radio show. There you go. Wait, wait till I talk to Darren Ross. I'm going to give him so much crap for oversleeping. I know. On, so. God, well, I wouldn't want to wake up that early either. I know. <laughs> so maybe next week we will have a show. I know. I don't know because I know I'm flying. Uh, I don't think we will. So, but we'll definitely probably have him on soon. I don't know. I think Darren just came online actually. But <laughs> the last five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think we should actually call the show here. Um, okay. And thanks everyone for listening. I'm sorry it didn't work out. We will definitely make another show with Darren. And oh, but but thanks get, for letting me be on show. I mean, I'm I'm privileged to be on the show. I just twittered about it. Anytime, Brasco, you're the man. Thank you, man. So, all right, everyone. I will see you next week if you go to affiliate convention. Um, there's going to be some great parties. A lot of really really awesome stuff. And I think Darren just said, I'm here when you need me. (laughs) So, um, all right, everyone, we will talk to you probably two weeks from today. Take care.